Welcome to the Steady On Podcast, where God's hard truth meets your hard story. I don't need to tell you that life gets hard. Life gets hard, really hard. But God's faithfulness is still active and alive in our hard. And these episodes are dedicated to remembering and claiming the promises of a faithful God. I'm your host, Angie Bauman. I'm a pastor and Bible teacher, founder of Steady On Ministries, and creator of the Step-by-Step Bible Study Method. But more than that, I'm a trauma and abuse survivor who carried a heavy weight of shame and worthlessness for many years, and I still struggle, but I live in much more freedom now because I know God through His Word and speak truth to the lies of the enemy with His Word. And that's what we do here. On Mondays, we take it in by studying the promises of God, And on Wednesdays, we live it out with teaching and testimony on the promises of God. So thank you for tuning in, my friend. You are the reason for this show, and I'm so very, very glad you are here. Let's get started. Welcome, friend. Today, we're going to take it in with 2 Corinthians 9.15 using my step-by-step Bible study method, and you will find links to a study sheet as well as videos for the step-by-step masterclass in today's show notes if you'd like to learn more. And Susie Crosby is back with us, which makes me so very, very happy. Welcome, Susie. Thanks, Angie. 2 Corinthians 9.15 in the NIV says this, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So we've been in the book of 2 Corinthians a lot lately. Uh, in August 28, we did 2 Corinthians 4.8. We talked about being pressed but not crushed. That was a good one. On October 9th, we did 2 Corinthians 10.12 about comparing ourselves to others. October 23rd, 2 Corinthians 10.15 about taking our thoughts captive. And today, as I said, we're in 2 Corinthians 9.15 talking about God's indescribable gift of grace. So just a little book overview of 2 Corinthians This is from the Passion Translation, and as always, all the resources are in the show notes, but the Passion Translation says you are about to read a book written by a man who suffered for the cause of Christ, a man who knew trouble and how to overcome in victory. And so the author is the Apostle Paul. The audience is the Church of Corinth. The date of the writing is AD 56-57. And ESV.org, that website, says that there are three universal themes in 2 Corinthians. One, strength and weakness. Two, reconciliation. And three, servant leadership. So chapter 9 has 15 verses. The theme is how God wants us to give. We are in the section of the reward of giving and the right heart in giving and the subsection of praise to God for the greatest gift. So one more time from the NIV, 2 Corinthians 9, 15, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. All righty, step number one is to choose my word, and I'm going to turn that over to Susie to get us started. Okay, well, our word for today is indescribable. And usually I read the definition first, but I'm going to say the defin- the opposite of the definition first today, and that um, is the word describe. And to describe something or to be able to describe something is to say or write what something or someone is like. Hmm. So, so to be able to represent or give an account of something in words means that something is describable. And indescribable, then, that's our word, is the the definition is beyond the power to describe, indefinable, unspeakable. Beyond the power to describe. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm already there with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So step two then is to investigate. We divide that up into four parts. Part one is to compare this word indescribable in other translations. I usually look at probably 35 or 40 translations and I do that real simply using Bible Gateway, Bible Gateway, yes.com. You can click on the verse and then click on all English translations if you happen to do it on a PC. If you're using your app, the version app, you can also compare translations. But anyway, the, K- the King James 21 says unspeakable. The Amplified mm-hmm. Classic says beyond telling. The CEB words can't describe. Mm-hmm. The CEB too wonderful for words. The GNT priceless. The message, we always like the message, says no language can praise it enough. Isn't that gorgeous? I love that. I know I do too. The NTE we can never fully describe and the WYC that may not be told. Almost like it's secret. That has like a little secret element to Mm -hmm. it. You know, like if it's indescribable, there's this idea that like I can't describe it, but there's also this idea, like maybe I shouldn't try because I can't do it justice. Right. Exactly. That's what I've been thinking as I've studied this the whole time. Like it's just too, it's too mysterious. It's too much for our brains. It's more than we were made to understand. (laughs) Yes. It's too much for our brains. I love it. Mine, (laughs) mine and all of ours, I think. Yeah. 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 So part two of the investigate step is to research the original word. What'd you find there? Well, the original word comes from the Greek uh, 411, 0411. And I'm going to try to pronounce this. Andy. Good for you. It's okay. a long one. A neck de agatos. How is Excellent. that? Excellent. I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> a neck de agatos, which means unutterable. Mm-hmm. The words cannot describe and no human can fully appreciate the magnitude of. So I love that you can't. It's unutterable, like it's just too much, not only for our brains to take in, but for us to express or spit out or to to get out, you know, trying to put it into words is just impossible, Mm. unutterable. I bet this doesn't surprise you much, but I'm not too often at a loss for words. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) there has been a time or two in my life where I am in a situation and you just, you don't have them. Like I can't, I cannot express what I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I I am overwhelmed, uh, perhaps in a good or bad way, but uh, but you just you can't find it. Yeah, with you know, all that, the words I have access to, I still can't find it. Go ahead. Yeah, once in a while, once in a great while, that happens to me too. And I was trying to think of an example, and I <laughs> really don't have very many. But there was a time where I was given a really generous amount of money from my parents, a sacrificial Mm. amount in kind of an emotional time. And and my sibling, the same thing. We just kind of opened our mouths and nothing came out. Like it was just too, it was too much to be able to Mm -hmm. thank them for, or to be able to put to, at least at that time, it, it didn't deserve any sound. It was just too, it was right. Nothing would do it justice. Or yes, or sometimes when it feels like thank you is so little 
Uh, you, yeah. Like it almost feels like thank you is ridiculous to say because there's, exactly. you know, like I, I can't thank you doesn't touch this. And so I don't know what to say because yeah. I want to say thank you, but I want to say it in some kind of way that somehow matches the gift I've been giving, but I can't, oh. I can't find you just, it. You just said it exactly what I, what I think God wants us to know about this mm-hmm. is we can't come up with words that match the gift we've been given. Yeah. yeah. Unutterable. Unutterable. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else about the original word? It says that it defies expression or description. I think we've kind of said this mm-hmm. um, to describe um, that we're unable to describe or commemorate something because words actually fail. Mm. Well, and as I continue to think about this idea that thank you is not enough or it doesn't feel like enough to us, all the, I mean, how often does God say, I don't, want words. I don't want act. I don't, I mean, he wants words and actions, but as an overflow, because he wants our heart, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so really he's like, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Just love me, just mm-hmm. love me and yeah. make me important in your life. And, and yet I think we struggle to really believe that's all mm-hmm. we have to do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to think of words, And I'm so grateful for the people who try because I think of the music that people have written in order to try to thank him for this indescribable gift of himself, right. Of his love, of his grace and how much I'm moved by, by poetry and books that have been written and songs that have been sung. I'm so moved by that. And it helps me have words in places. I don't have words. And yet Mm -hmm. I know probably each one of them thinks this is nothing compared to what I want to say to you. Right. right. So we're all just doing, we're all just doing it together the best we can trying to come up with some way to say, thank you so much. Yeah. Even the rocks are doing it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Even the yeah. rocks are crying out and we can just yeah. all, we can join in and have it be this mm-hmm. collective. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Even if it doesn't feel like enough. Right. Cause he yeah. sees our heart and he knows we don't have words and that's okay with him. Oh, which is just so kind too. Yeah. So part three of the investigate step is to read a little bit of commentary. I had a couple of things that I wanted to share. One from the enduring word. It says, Paul, the author of our book here, isn't saying that we shouldn't describe the gift of Jesus or the gift of salvation. He's simply saying that it is impossible to adequately describe the gift. It is beyond full description. So I think there's like, keep trying, keep keep (laughs) trying to do it because it expresses that it expresses what you're trying to do. It expresses your gratitude, even though we feel like we can't, you know, that we fall short in our, mm-hmm. in our, in our attempt to do it. Um, Charles Spurgeon says, this is a little bit long, but it's kind of um, like sarcastic in a way, you know, was, he says, ah, how many times have I for one spoken upon this gift during the last 40 years? I have spoken of little else. I heard one who said, I suppose Spurgeon is preaching that old story over again. <laughs> Yes, that's what he's doing. And if he lives another 20 years and you come here, it'll be the old, old story still for there's nothing like it. He's like, yeah, I'm still trying, right? I'm still just trying. (laughs) He goes on to say, if you preach Christ, you will never run short. If you have preached 10,000 sermons about Christ, you have not left the shore. You are not out in the deep sea yet. Dive, my brother, with splendor of thought, plunge into the great mystery of free grace and dying love. And when you have dived the furthest, you will perceive that you are as far off the bottom as when you first touched the surface. So as deep as you go, you're still so far away, right? From really like reaching any ability to articulate what this gift means. 
And then back in the enduring word, it says, in fact, when Paul writes his indescribable gift, the ancient Greek, he, the ancient Greek word he uses for indescribable is not found in any ancient writing before this time. Apparently Paul made up the word to describe the indescribable. So even with this like word indescribable, it's kind of like Paul's own word that he's trying to put together. It's like when I say things like much muchness or I start (laughs) making up my own words, I'm like, I don't have the word, right? I think that's what Paul is doing here too. And then one more thing, it says God's indescribable gift should fill us with gratitude If we really understand and appreciate the indescribable gift God gives us, our lives will be saturated with gratitude. I like that description of that, saturated with gratitude. That's a great way to describe it. Great images. I love the deep, the Spurgeons like that. I mean, he really helps create a little tiny bit of that understanding. Mm -hmm. Dive as deep as you possibly can and you'll realize you're still nowhere near. Yeah, nowhere near. Oh, good, good. Part four in the investigate step is to rewrite the verse in our own words. And here it is one more time in the NIV. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And how did you rewrite that, my friend? I wrote, "I, I thank you, Lord, but my words fall short. There are no words great enough to describe everything you've given me in the gift of your son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Everything you've given me and the gift of your son, Jesus. Yep. Amen. Amen. Step three is to find the characteristics of God. And I wrote down a couple of different things. I put that he is generous beyond my wildest understanding. I This past year has been such a year of deeper healing for me. And... It reminds me, I I can see how God is unfolding a process in my life and how he's inviting me to go deeper into my healing in stages that I can handle. And there's this generosity that I'm just learning about my Lord over and over again, because he is like, he's putting things together in a way that works for me that I can't see in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. I can only see Oh, I, and I, even when I can, I say, I can only see after I'm through it, I still don't even really get it. Like I, I get it a little bit, but I don't really get it. And so I just continue to be more in touch with how much he's doing for me all the time. Mm-hmm. And here I am, I'm stumbling around. Cause I'm like, I have no words. And that's just the <laughs> point, right? I mean, it's just the point. I can't even yeah. tell you how beautiful it is the way that he's unfolding his grace in my life. And so I just put that he's generous and I put that he's praiseworthy because he is so, so good to me. And then I couldn't help but think about that God is above all. And it made me think of the Chris Tomlin song, Indescribable. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm, I do. I can't, I can't not think about that song as I'm right. studying this verse, right? Because he talks about mm-hmm. how, I'll get the lyrics wrong, but he talks about how like in heaven, there's these warehouses filled with snow, which is just this like beautiful to me, like this word picture of, I mean, of course, that's not really the way it is, but I, but it's just, it's one of those things to say, I don't have any idea how you do the things you do. So to me, like maybe there's these warehouses filled with snow and you just dump it out on us when you see fit or something, which isn't at all, but he's like, I don't know how it works. And so I'm just going to be like, I'm praising you for the way that it might work, you know? And Mm -hmm. uh, I just love his like simpleness around that somehow. Mm -hmm. Step four in the method is to identify the lie of the enemy. So let's just call this out real quick, right? Because we're kind of in that place of of knowing God's love and grace and being thankful for God's love and grace. But what's something that you have to look out for 
when you read this verse of scripture or when you study like this, what's something that is an obstacle to uh, an obstacle to recognizing how, how yeah. 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 Well, this is totally an obstacle. What I wrote down as the lie that I hear in my finite mind is because I can't fully understand something, this gift, or I can't wrap my brain around it, or I can't, I don't have anything to compare it to. I can't put words to it. Then maybe it's not real. Mm. If I can't understand it in my limited experience, then it maybe is too good to be true. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, just something that has been made up or wished for. And that is just something I, I struggle with a lot. Like if it doesn't fit into my frame of reference, it doesn't fit into my box, then maybe, maybe it's not real. It's not in my experience. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that maybe we look just a little bit foolish believing in something mm-hmm. we can't define. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Ouch. I don't, I, yes, yeah. I'm right there with you. I don't yeah. like to, especially when it gets hard. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still indescribably good when my life doesn't feel indescribably good? Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good right. thing to call out and just help, mm-hmm. help us understand if it, if he's in if the gift is indescribably good then it just is regardless of circumstances <laughs> but we right. it doesn't feel that way right. sometimes yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so i guess removing that filter it really helps me to to just call that out and go okay that the filter that i'm looking through is my experience but there's a way bigger mm-hmm. realm of mm-hmm. what god is doing than just what i've been able to, you know, yeah. and describe. Do, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And do we praise him beyond the circumstances? Because mm-hmm. good day or bad, the gift of salvation, the gift of hope eternal, the gift of an inheritance is unwavering. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't change when right. our day, our circumstances are good and bad. And yet our ability to move to this place where you're so good it's indescribable does change with our circumstances mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 well step five is called so what where we focus in on a key takeaway and this was my key takeaway when i when i did this study i said pay attention and say thank you <laughs> pay attention and say thank you the more you notice him the more you will connect with the rest joy mm-hmm. peace and hope he offers in so many ways every single moment of your life I think that's like when that lie, you know, threatens to creep in, then I just need to ask myself, what am I focused on right now? Am I focused on my circumstances or am I focused on the promises I know to be true? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What kind of takeaway do you have today? Well, I was thinking about something I'm looking forward to in heaven, and Mm -hmm. that is being able to see the colors that we don't even have any capacity to see right now that we know are going to be there these colors that there's so many more colors that god has created that we can't see on in this world and with our human eyes so i was thinking about how hard it would be to explain even the colors we know Mm. see and recognize now to someone who's never seen someone who's never had sight yeah how do you describe something that's really bright red or really, you know, 
mossy green or, you know, brilliant silver. We, that there's no, there's no words. There's no words for someone who doesn't know what that means or what that looks like. So I was thinking maybe this, all these gifts he's given us, this grace he's given us is so, it's so much more wonderful than we're really, we're realizing. And that, um, but we're going to understand it someday. We're going to see it someday. And we, I think we will be able to describe it. Just like we'll be able to see the colors that we can't see now. Mm-hmm. All the things that he has for us that um, are unutterable, undes- indescribable, unspeakable, too too good for words or what are some of those other ones that you had. Yeah. That's ahead for us to to maybe get to understand it, but also just to enjoy it right now. Yes. You know, what we, what we do know, like the, the colors we can see, the goodness we can enjoy and know that there's so much more. I love that. I, I cannot imagine colors. I can't imagine. Like I'm right? just, as you're talking, I'm like, that is awesome to think about yeah, I want to praise you for things that I don't even know that are coming, but I don't have words to do it because I can't describe them because I've never seen it or experienced it. And yeah. yet I trust that it's true. Yeah. I, oh, it just makes me so, so excited. Good. <laughs> I, I want to do that with you. Let's do it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, friend, we would love to hear your takeaway. You can email me anytime at steadyonpodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, I would be grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast on whatever directory you use to listen. It only takes a second. It guarantees you'll receive every episode and it just helps the show a ton. So thank you to the regular subscribers. I really appreciate you. And if someone came to mind as you were listening today, I would love it if you would share the episode with them. Inviting them into what we're doing here is another great way to support the show. I encourage you to tune in on Wednesday for my conversation with Wendy Wallace. Wendy is a quadruple amputee. She lost her feet and hands after contracting a flesh-eating bacteria. But Wendy has learned what so many of us struggle to learn, and that is to praise God in all circumstances. And Wendy's testimony will be our live it out on 2 Corinthians 9.15. (laughs) Susie, thank you so much again for joining me. Thanks for having me, Andy. And thank you, friend, for listening. I pray wherever your day takes you, you are walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.